When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Vikings Vent Line, what's going on everyone? Declan Goff here, another edition of Vikings Vent Line, the off-season edition, of course. We do this once a week, usually it's on Sundays, today it's on a different date for the weekend just because, man, things are about to get absolutely crazy with the Vikings off-season. Uh, so we figured we'd post this one a little earlier than normal, but Mackie and Judd will have plenty of uh, content to give you this weekend as well if anything breaking happens. Uh, if you're probably consuming this, I am numerous beverages deep in Las Vegas. So good thing uh, we're able to still get a Vikings vent line episode in. Going to talk to my guys Rance and Jake here in just a little bit. Uh, of course, if you want to be in on a future episode of Vikings vent line, uh, it's scrolling across the bottom of the screen right now for the YouTube audience. It's Vikings vent line at gmail.com that's vikingsventline at gmail.com if you would like to join a future episode we'd love to talk to as many vikings fans as possible uh we do the show year round of course during the regular season we have mackie judd and myself uh bringing on vikings fans to talk about the vikings games but of course we like to still talk about things in the offseason like the draft uh offseason speculation training camps there's Always things to talk about in the NFL offseason, as we've been learning over the last few years. So if you'd like to get in on a future episode, hit me up. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. All right, let's get our guys in here. Let's get Rance in here. Let's get Jake in here. Both these guys are uh, veterans of Ventline, and write that down, if you will. Rance, you've been on Ventline before. You were on last season, is that correct? Yep, that's right. Okay, and Jake, you've been on Write That Down. Have you also been on Ventline before? No, just write that down twice. Just write that down. I know you've been on it. Write that down. So welcome to Ventline, dude. Appreciate you coming yeah. on. Um, how long have you guys been Vikings fans? What was your first conscious memory? Rance, I'll start with you. Uh, first conscious memory would probably be John Randall having face paint, to be honest. <laughs> uh, like mid-90s, you know, he was probably the first Vikings player that I actually uh, liked. Um, so I'm, I'm from Missouri, so I'm around a bunch of Chiefs fans. Um, but I've always kind of been a Viking. I always really liked John Randall. Um, and then once Moss came, that just took it to a whole nother level. Okay. And Jake, how about you, man? Um, I was, I first became a fan back in middle school and my first memory was the Blair Walsh miss kick. Woof. So, but it's all right. Everyone has one. I mean, at least Rance is yours is like, uh, John Randall and positivity. Now I know it led to like inevitable disappointment in 98. But but typically, a lot of the Vikings fans that come on here always have that negative one, like Jake just said about uh, Blair Walsh or Brett Favre or uh, the NFC Championship game against the Eagles. There's always one that uh, all these Vikings fans that they first remember that they think this is going to happen to them, and then the worst possible thing happens. But 
We're not going to talk about the negatives much anymore. <laughs> uh, let's get into an off-season edition of Vikings event line. Uh, boys, I want to know what the number one priority should the Vikings should be this offseason. So this is a little bit of an overarching theme. I'm curious on where you guys want to go and want to see this uh, team go in 2023. They were very good in 2022, won 13 games, got back to the playoffs, won the division. Uh, Rance, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it to you to lead us off here. What do you want the Vikings' number one priority to be this offseason? I think we got to start laying down some pillars for the future. I mean, I think we have some really good ones. You know, we've you guys have discussed a lot, like with on offense, especially with JJ and Hawkinson and the the tackles, and we've got some young talent on offense. Um, but I think we've got to start really, um, you know, putting down some some foundational pieces on defense uh, and some more on offense, just to be able to set this thing up for KOC and Quasi for the next four or five you know years going forward. So I would really like to see that um, some new faces uh, get faster and younger. Um, I know there's going to be probably quite a bit of changes this off season. You know, we've already seen that with Kendricks. Um, and I think that there's going to be more and I, it would be really nice to be able to uh, really build a, a, you know, a solid core um, for the future. And cause I feel like, and I think most people feel like this, there's a lot of players that, have been able to you know stay on the on the vikings for the last like eight years you know you look at harrison smith and even yep. kendrick's and, and he on hunter and all those different guys um you know there's probably a a good chance that a lot of those guys are gone so just build for the future that's what i would have to say yeah, I mean, when you look at guys like Daniil Hunter, Eric Kendricks that were here for a while, Xavier Rhodes, Anthony Barr, that defense that basically blossomed into being the number one unit in the NFL. Now, eventually, you got to say goodbye to those guys, and sometimes you got to say goodbye to them maybe too early than you want to. You know, when you're, they're saying goodbye to Kendricks this year, it's like, okay, the writing's on the wall. you got to move on. The last thing you want to do is keep a player for too long. So, yeah, those foundational pieces are uh, really big. Jake, how about you, man? What is the number one thing you want to see the Vikings do this offseason? I agree with them helping building the offensive blocks for the future. I want to extend JJ and TJ. doesn't have to necessarily be this offseason for JJ, but if you can extend those, then your offense, no matter who your quarterback is after Cousins, will be top 10 just because those two are so good. But I'd say my number one is get some veteran cornerback help like Jonathan Jones or Byron Murphy because we've done like these rookie cornerbacks like Mike Hughes, Cam Dantzler, and just see Andrew Booth, and there's still a lot of question marks, so I'd like some sustainability there with not like a necessarily older cornerback like Patrick Peterson, but someone like coming into their second contract like Judd talks about, like one of those guys, just to get some sustainability there because um, these rookies are always hurt or just not good, so I don't trust drafting them in the first round especially. Yeah, it's it's hard for NFL rookies to basically step in unless you're a first round pick um, and make a pretty significant contribution. At least it, it's hard to expect your entire draft class to do that, I should say. Yeah. Um, and if you can find some decent supplemental pieces in free agency, which is what free agency is supposed to be, you're always supposed to build through the draft, right? You're always supposed to homegrown your own talent, use free agency to supplement things when needed. But you know the guys like Jordan Hicks that you can find on the scrap heap, which they got last year. I mean, he's a fine plug and play player. Uh, but now all of a sudden you're going to say goodbye to him and you're going to enter the same type of conversation you're having this year. And instead of going after someone like Jordan Hicks, who's up there in age and has been around the NFL for a long time, can you go find someone that's like 24, 25 after that rookie deal that might have a little bit more juice left in the tank compared to just 
throwing bleep against the wall essentially and saying hopefully this sticks and hopefully it doesn't leak too bad but not a great strategy obviously to keep doing that so build up in the trenches those foundational pieces that Rance uh, was also talking about yeah they they have for a team that won 13 games they have a lot of holes which yeah. is uh, which is pretty tough to fill out and I, I obviously there was some overachieving to a degree they were able to win those 13 games not completely all by luck uh, but it's gonna be hard for them to continue that with the amount of holes they still have obviously on their roster um, looking at the NFL draft so Vikings on the clock at 23 uh, no second round pick that was used to get TJ Hawkinson not a ton of picks like uh, Vikings fans are usually used to having and who knows what Quasey will end up doing maybe he accumulates more picks uh, but what do you guys want to see the Vikings do at the draft? Rance, I'll, I'll go back to you. So you mentioned holes on the team, and there are holes on the team. Um, but where there aren't holes, we have some really good players. And I think that's one big reason why we won 13 games. Like where we don't have holes, we have some really, really good talent. So um, in draft, it's tough to say. Like part of me, you know, wants to be smart and realize that Kirk is going to be 35 and he's coming into the last year of his contract. And if we aren't going to extend him, then that year is a perfect opportunity for a young quarterback to come in and set behind him for one year. Um, so part of me would love to see us, you know, screw it, trade whatever to move up and take, you know, whoever you would like in the top 12 picks somewhere. Um that's what I would, I mean, that's what I would do. But if we extend Kirk, um, then that changes everything. And I would go with wide receiver for sure. I would, you know, everybody's talking about defense and all this other stuff, but, and, and corner, especially, and I'm with, I watched the episode the other day with realistic Randy losing his mind about taking another <laughs> corner. And I'm kind of there. Like, I don't, I couldn't handle it. I don't think if they took another corner. So I'm all aboard getting JJ a real running mate, especially because you know, I think the reports are coming out now that it's likely that Thielen's gone. Um, so, um, you know, yeah, I would 100% go with either, you know, a, a Jackson Smith, the Jigba, or a Zay Flowers, or a Quentin Johnson if they're there, and 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 just run to the podium. And that's again, that's if we extend Kirk. If we don't extend Kirk, go ahead and just you know trade what you got to do and go get your guy. Let him set. Yeah, pick 23 is a really interesting spot for them because, you know, we just talked about them building up foundational pieces and getting a wide receiver certainly will help the offense. It makes J.J.'s life a lot easier, makes Kirk Cousins or whoever the quarterback is life a lot easier that J.J. is not being completely doubled. Um, But it is kind of an interesting predicament where they need help a cornerback. Vikings fans are sick of seeing that because they've taken like six corners in the last 10 drafts in the first round, and not all of them have obviously hit. Still a position to need. But fans get a little sick of hearing seeing the same position being drafted, not having the same success. Um, you know, I was talking with Tyler Fornis uh, with Judd Zolgad on Purple Access on Thursday, and you know, it's actually kind of amazing that from the wide receiver position, there's not like a free agent that the Vikings have found for, in, in free agency that they've plucked from free agency and has stepped in a big a, a big time impact for them. Greg Jennings to a degree, but I think you might even label that more as a bust because at that time he was a veteran and he stepped in and and caught some balls for you, but he didn't necessarily make an impact. When you think of all the Vikings wide receivers that have been dominant for them, basically in their, over their last 20 to 30 years, next to all of them have been drafted. I mean, you think of Diggs, you think of Thielen, you think of Jefferson, supplemental guys, right? Like Jarius Wright were pretty productive too. They've done a really good job. Regimes have come and gone, but they've done a really good job at cultivating the wide receiver position. 
So it could be end up being something that is not going to fix the defense, obviously, because you're taking a wide receiver, but it still could work out for you uh, in the long run, having another weapon there. Jake, how about you, man? What do you want the Vikings uh, to do at the draft this year? Well, as I just mentioned before, I don't want to draft a cornerback. So I was going to say wide receiver, specifically Zay Flowers. But um, I also think in the later rounds, we should try and build up in the trenches. I don't, we have, we don't know if Darius Smith is coming back. Garrett Bradbury is a free agent. Dalvin Tomlinson. So Jordan Hicks is gone. So maybe someone on like the D line or the front seven specifically, if not in the first round in the later rounds, like the third rounds, because we have a lot of question marks. And with our cap space, I don't know if we'll be able to sign top guys. Totally. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's the interesting part that they have to face in the draft where they have some holes to fill. How many of those guys can step in and you know contribute to them? Can last year's class also step up? You know, the Caleb Evans, the Andrew Bruce, who all battled injuries, but were still, you know, day two, day one picks, essentially, and they weren't able to be on the field for you and weren't productive players. Can that class also step in and still make an impact? What about the idea? Uh, I'm curious how I'm getting Vikings fans' opinions on this. The idea of drafting a QB, where does that kind of sit with you, Rance? How about you? Yeah, I'm like I said, if Kirk's not extended, then you, we've got a really good opportunity to let the the new quarterback set for a year. Um, and we've seen over the years that the, just setting that one year behind a, a solid, good veteran can do wonders for a rookie young quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, and I'm 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 definitely what you would consider like a Kirk Crusader. So, like. I really like Kirk. I've I've really enjoyed having some stability for like once in my lifetime at the quarterback position, despite, you know, we haven't, you know, gone very far with it or whatever, but it is nice to just have some sort of stability. And that's where I like would say that my Kirk Crusaders, Kirk Stan comes from. Um, but yeah, I'm all about it. You know, like I said, if, if they, if KOC says he really likes Will Levis, like some of the reports have said, like, if that's the thing and they got to move up to eight or nine to do it, do it, you know, let him set for a year. And then, then, then that's the plan going forward. Um, so I, I have no issues with it. Now, if you extend Kirk, obviously this changes everything. And, and again, I'm, I'm good with wide receiver or like Jake said, like definitely D line, if they're going defense, just get nasty in the trenches. Jake, how about you? Could, could you see them, or do you want them to potentially trade up for a quarterback? Would I want them to? Yes. Will they? Probably not. They don't have the ammo. They don't. They don't have their second round pick, and I just don't. None of those four, I think, are going to fall past number eight. So it'd be very tough because you're going to battle with other teams. So I think probably next year because I think they'll. I think that I they'll ride Kirk out. But I don't see them drafting one this year. And I don't want to do like a Hendon Hooker experiment. I'm afraid it will end like Mond. I want like right. KOC to get his guy, the first rounder, rather than try and fit someone in like him. So I'm, I'm cool with just riding Kirk out. Uh, what about the idea of extending Kirk? So Rance, you're obviously a Kirk stand. You like the stability there. So I take it you are into the idea of them giving him a, a like a longer term contract. Where you, where are you kind of at with the future of Kirk? So this is like, I'm going to go on a little, you know, I know you got realistic Randy rants. I'm going to go on a rants rant real quick. Um, I, I, the fourth and eight play, I feel like has been overblown so much. Like, I feel like people have blamed, put so much blame on Kirk for the fourth and eight play. And it's not at all really his fault. I mean, the play design was terrible. Um, you've got three guys going deep and then you have TJ Hawkinson two yards away. Like, 
the the routes that were or called by KOC were awful on that, and the pressure on the interior. With that being said, and, and me being a Kirk stan, no, I don't think I'd extend him. I'd, I, you know, I like I said, I'm a huge fan, and I don't think I would extend him for a long term deal just because, like, I, well, let me okay, let me re, I'll rephrase that. If he wants to take a Brady contract for like a four years, twenty five million dollars a year, absolutely, sure, abs, yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, if he doesn't do that and he wants forty million a year for four years or something like that, no. You're 35. I'm. I'm just not going to do it. It's just not smart. Yeah, it that that's the predicament they got to figure out. They don't want to do the short term deal. Obviously, they could potentially do a long term deal, but I'm not really into that. Jake, how about you? Did you want to see them extend Kirk? I wouldn't mind it. It just depends how much guaranteed money it is, because that's really hurt us in building a roster. Because I feel yeah. like if you put Kirk, if you if he takes less guaranteed, you can build that offensive line even more and get like another receiver. I feel like they could win a lot of games and improve that defense, but with his money guaranteed, that's what takes up part of the defensive problems. We don't have the money to pay guys. So if he wants all this guaranteed 40 million a year cash, just ride it out. Yeah. This is uh, an interesting spot to get to figure out here. I'm very eager to see if they commit to him, if they ride it out personally, I'd ride it out. Um, And to be honest, if, if they don't have a legit backup plan, then yeah, let Kirk Cousins ride this out. Uh, don't go to completely into uncertainty mode. And if you don't have the quarterback that you're going to identify here in the draft, and I don't think this roster is set up where I'd be too excited and nor would the other playmakers on this team to bring in, you know, a Marcus Mariota, even as big of a Teddy Bridgewater fan, I am like that wouldn't do anything that would make you a lot worse for 2023. Uh, So honestly, write things out with Kirk and see where it goes from there. And if you want to get back into a bidding war, potentially this time next year or figure out a new contract, I don't think you'd want to do it mid season, but you wanted to figure that out in a year from now, okay, go ahead and do it. But I, I think it's best served to ride this out uh, and see where it goes from there. Uh, looking back on this fun year, though, 13 wins. I know it ended prematurely against the Giants, but a lot of crazy up and down moments. Um, fourth quarter comeback, kids. Curious in your guys' favorite moment from last season. Dude, that's tough because there's so <laughs> many. Like, this last season was crazy. Like, there were so many last-second interceptions or the double doink kick or crazy catches or Kirk driving down the field and winning the game. Like it's tough to tell, but I think, I mean, I think the obvious one is that Buffalo game was absolutely insane. That was probably top three craziest games I've ever watched. Maybe the craziest game I've ever seen, honestly. And, and JJ's catch on fourth and 20, whatever, fourth and 18, whatever it was like, that that's one of the craziest catches ever. And that me and my friends, like, like I said, I'm in Missouri. So I'm lucky to have a couple Vikings friends here, um, fan friends here. And, and we were going nuts on that catch. So I'd probably have to say Justin's catch against the bills. Uh, Jake, how about you, man? What was your fair moment from last year? Uh, so I'm from new England and I don't, I've never been to us bank stadium until this past year. I went to two games, the Packers home opener. But my favorite one was definitely the Patriots-Vikings Thanksgiving game because yeah. I went out there in person, got the full Minnesota experience, went to Manny Steakhouse with my friends. Very nice. Dude. It was a it was a great time. And just the game overall was fun because there was, like, no defense. And we won, so that was the best part of it all probably. But yeah. the Bills and Cowboys games were good to watch, but my favorite was the Patriots. 
Yeah, that was, the Patriots game was so much fun. I love, number one, who doesn't love Thanksgiving football in general? And then also yeah. when your favorite teams obviously get into playing it, that's not Lions or Cowboys. And then I, I also love that it was the late game. So it was the it was the end of the night. You had your nice Thanksgiving dinner. Did you go to Manny's fourth Thanksgiving? Like, brunch? Yeah, fourth Thanksgiving did? dinner. Dude, what was, okay, I know it's Vikings, that line. What was that like? What did you have at that? Huh. So I ordered, um, I was genuinely surprised. Like they have the steaks like wrapped in the plastic, the guys coming to you. We, cause we heard like a lot of good, it's like really good. And then mm-hmm. me and my buddy were like, let's get the tomahawk one, which is like the biggest one. Yeah. I think it's like two pounds, like medium rare. It was really rare. Like the mashed potatoes with the bacon bits and cheese on top and the asparagus. And, oh man, that was the best steak I've ever had. I cool. went there for my 30th uh, few months ago, and it my first time. That was my first time living uh, going there. I've been living here my entire life. Uh, never been oh. to Manny's. Very epic. Glad, uh, glad you were able to experience that for you, man. Yeah. France, awesome. if you ever get up to Minneapolis, oh, I've, been, I've been three times. You've been three times. Even yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, Manny's is great. Yep. Uh, boys, before we wrap up here, Vikings vent line. Uh, last takes, last shout outs you want to give Rance? I'll go to you. Um, I just, man, I just hope we get the, I hope we get it right with the draft. Like, and by that, I mean, like, I think that our scouts and Quasi are going to get players that have talent. I just hope they stay healthy. That's what I really hope. You know, there's, there's a lot of things with the last draft class that are out of, out of, you know, their control or, or really anyone's control with injury concerns. So I hope we you stay healthy with whoever we do draft. And I hope these second year guys stay healthy and we get to see some strides with them. And then, yeah, I mean, I think I think over the next week or two, we're going to get a really good idea of where this team's headed for the future. So I think, you know, Kirk extension or no extension, um, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, if we don't, if they decide to write out Kirk's contract here in the next week or two and we get full confirmation that that's the plan, the draft is going to be insane. Like yeah. you literally are going to be watching at any moment anywhere in the top 10 picks where the Vikings could jump in and strike like that could be a realistic thing to happen we don't see that extension so i think it's gonna be exciting and, and again like i just hope we stay healthy i hope they get some good players and free agency would be nice to get a corner in free agency so we don't have to draft one and that's pretty much all i'd like to see i like it jake how about you i agree i, I would say my message is just get younger and faster and um because i'm sick and tired i was sick and tired of watching hicks and kendrick's trying to like chase tony pollard from 20 yards behind it it just got so frustrating. So just get younger and faster. Don't extend them unless it's guaranteed. And the one person I want to shout out that's given me hope right now, not Vikings related, is Philip Gustafson. Uh, keep it up, dude. Yes, he's been a brick wall for the Viking uh, for the Wild. Excuse me, over the last three months of the season, one of the best finds in the NHL. Uh, me, me, you, and Judd could probably have a whole Judd's hockey show. Oh yeah, no. I predicted in the write that down that he'll start game one, and I as long as they make the playoffs, I know it's going to hit. So yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely going to hit. Hey, subscribe to Judd's Hawk Show on the Score North yeah. YouTube channel. Of course, this is a uh, Purple Daily Vikings Vent Line uh, once a week at least on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Plenty of great content. All the breaking news that'll be happening. Uh, hit the subscribe button right here for Purple Daily for daily Vikings entertainment. Where we just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl. Before we die, uh, if you'd like to get on a future episode, again, it's vikingsventline at gmail.com. Uh, for anyone who wants to come on a future episode, hit me up. Would love to hear from as many Vikings fans as possible. Like Rance, who's a Kirk Crusader, okay? He loves Kirk. That's okay. You can come on, talk about Kirk. And this is, <laughs> this is a safe space to talk about the future of Kirk Cousins. Uh, Rance, Jake, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, thank Dix. All right, boys.
Have a great weekend and hit that subscribe button for daily Vikings entertainment.